This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. Good morning, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me on this lovely Friday. This is uh, your host, Lisa McDonald from Carpe Diem. And uh, I am joined today by somebody who I immensely respect and have nothing but uh, sheer admiration for. And my guest today is Maureen Knutson. And before we turn this over to Unscripted Dialogue, I'm just going to plug her a little bit and give you a little bit of background. So, And I'll tell you a little bit about the story of how Maureen and I came to know one another. So Maureen Knudsen is the founder and CEO of Fireworks Transformations. She is a dynamic leader, presenter, and coach. She is a passionate catalyst for transformation and has worked with hundreds of men and women from all over the world. Her mission in life is to inspire transformation and grow prosperity. One of her greatest passions is helping people reimagine possibility in their lives. To this end, she teaches people how to use simple and powerful principles to bring their beliefs thoughts, words, and actions into alignment with their true nature and the fulfillment they desire so they can create and live a juicy life they love. Maureen is recognized as a talented facilitator of transformational change. Her successful 20-plus year career in civil engineering, coupled with her 30-plus year investment in personal and spiritual development, has given her perspective and host of tools that make her uniquely qualified to serve as a transformational strategist and teacher. She is well-educated in both traditional schooling and alternative practices, which allows her to combine the creative with the practical in her teachings. Maureen's ideal clients are motivated, mature, professionals who are at crossroads, stuck, tired of being without direction, and wasting time or feeling like the sparkle has gone out of life. She helps them discover the clarity and tools that will break through their blocks and move them powerfully forward in creating the positive change they seek so they can achieve greater joy, fulfillment, and happiness in life. Maureen's integrity, authenticity, creativity, and down-to-earth results-oriented approach make her an attractive choice for individuals looking to get out of their rut. She's done it for herself and keeps on doing it, and you can do it too. Maureen enjoys volunteering for causes near to her heart and acting in leadership and advisory capacities for government, philanthropic, and nonprofit organization. She's also a talented jewelry designer, passionately creating and sharing beauty in the world through wearable art for almost 20 years. So, Maureen, I just want to welcome you to my show, and I just want to say I, I can't believe we've come full circle like this. This is amazing. This is one of the aspects I absolutely love about life, connection, collaboration, and just people in general. So, welcome. Thank you so much, Lisa. I'm delighted to be here today. Well, good to have you. And so what I'll do for our, our listening audience is just give a little bit of background of how you and I came to be on this journey together. Uh, so... Uh, 
Last year sometime, uh, I, uh, and, and anybody who follows me has followed me knows very much about my journey related to the passion test, which, uh, is something that Maureen and I share in common. And so I had a while back, again, like I say, over a year ago, I purchased this book, The Passion Test, which is co-authored by Janet Bray Atwood and Chris Atwood. And that just really set me on the path for where I am today. And uh, I decided to take it a step further. And when I realized that there was an opportunity to become what's called a licensed passion test facilitator, uh, I expressed my interest and was immediately connected with Maureen. So Maureen, throughout the journey for me with the passion test, uh, instantly became uh, one of my dearest mentors. And, uh, and we continue to keep in touch. And Maureen is very much involved in the passion test and has endeavored to do a lot of wonderful things as a result of the clarity and the passion that she herself has received from the passion test itself. So Maureen, thank you very much for being, you know, the initial guiding uh, light for me on this journey. I, I really can't thank you enough for believing in me and for providing me with the opportunity to receive that intensive training by Janet herself, the author. And um, you were very kind and just, you just had such a warmth about you. And uh, I just love talking to you and I love learning from you. And I'm so inspired by you. So I can't thank you enough for what you've done for my life. You've been a huge catalyst. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I think that the reason that we connected as deeply as we did is because we both resonate with this material and we're both um, very much looking for transformation in our lives. And when we do believe in ourselves, miracles happen. And that's what the passion test is really great for. Absolutely. So why don't you, Maureen, tell us a little bit about what you're doing as a result of the passion test, with the passion test, uh, what this has manifested for you in your life and uh, and who's in your life as a result of this? All right. Well, now let me start um I'll let me back up just a little bit. Um, sure. So I'm, you mentioned in the introduction that I'd had a 20-plus year uh, career in civil engineering. And, um, you know, I chose that career for all the wrong reasons. I mean, actually, I think I knew at the age of 19 or 20 that I wanted to be a motivational speaker and a teacher and someone who connected people with the resources that they needed um, to make positive change in their life. And at that time, I just... I, it was a tantalizing idea and it was exciting, but it was also very scary because I didn't know how I would do that. And so I just, I, I did what a lot of people do. I chose something practical and I squashed that dream. And so I chose engineering because I knew that, um, you know, it would earn me a good living. It would make my parents proud of me, um, that I might actually get some prestige from it. And, uh, and as a result, um, I, while I was successful as an engineer, I was really miserable. I felt like an imposter that entire time. And um, so I had a lot of stress in my life, and I, I spent many, many years seeking to fill the void in my life because I was so unhappy and so unfulfilled. I tried a lot of different things. And it wasn't until my yoga teacher uh, for my 48th birthday gave me a copy of the Passion Test. And I said to her, you know, if this is like what color is, my, is your parachute, this isn't going to work for me. Unfortunately, <laughs> it wasn't. And um, so as a matter of fact, this book um, absolutely changed my life. And what happened for me is she was actually hosting a, a passion test workshop in her studio, yoga studio. And so I went to that 
and got my hand held and got through the passion test and um, realized that this was the kind of work that I wanted to do. And it just so happened. You know how things can kind of just fall right into alignment when they're meant to be? Absolutely. So um, I'm now on this woman's, um, the woman who taught the uh, workshop, I was now on her mailing list. And so I would get these newsletters from her and she was pithy and clever and I enjoyed reading them. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go to her website and see what else she does because I would like to do the kind of work she's doing. Mm -hmm. And once I got on her website, there was a little button there that said, become a certified passion test facilitator. So I clicked on it and it was like, oh, oh my God, look, they're going to be in Seattle in two weeks and they're not coming anywhere near here again for the foreseeable calendar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a four-day training and I'd already manifested um, a three-day uh, weekend or I guess a four-day work week due to the bad economy. Um, so I knew all I needed was Thursday off. So I went to work and I said, I need this day off. And they said, that's fine. Uh, it was close enough to I could drive to it so I didn't have to fly. And I thought, all I need is a place to stay. And uh, one of the women in our Seattle office said, you can stay with me. And I mean, it was just boom, boom, boom. Everything mm-hmm. fell into place. And that was in late July of 2009. So um, needless to say, I went and got certified with Chris and Janet. And it was an amazing, amazing experience. And I felt myself, found myself with a whole new family and community of people who love creating transformation through love. And um, so that was the beginning of a whole new chapter in my life. And since then, it's been a very, very interesting journey. Um, I think for a lot of people who go from working in a um, career to becoming an entrepreneur, um, it's a surprising um, journey because you don't realize all that's involved. Mm -hmm. So um, anyways, what I realized as I started to apply the passion test principles in my life was that I'd had this limiting belief that I couldn't have a life I loved. Um, and I think that's true for a lot of women because we tend to um, please people and we tend to please first our, our parents and then our teachers and our employers and our husbands and our communities. And sometimes we tend to put a lot of our energy into caring for others at our own expense. Mm-hmm. And I realized that is that was what had happened for me. And so when I realized that, when that came to the light of day, it lost all its power. And I realized I really could have a life I loved. And the one of the very coolest things about the passion test is it helps you shift your perspective. Because I had spent so many years focusing on what I didn't like, what I didn't want, what I wished would go away, that I was stuck in this downward spiral and I couldn't see outside of it. So when when you take the passion test and you start looking and focusing on what it is you love that is the juice of life mm-hmm. and you keep your attention focused there, that's when the miracles start to happen. And some miracles for me that happened um, included, well, I, I went back to an event, a very intimate event with Chris and Janet and a handful of the passion test family. And it was a special event called Live Your Destiny. And while I was there, I just became so crystal clear. So this was about nine months after I got certified. So I think it was in May of 2010, about five years ago. Mm-hmm. I got absolutely crystal clear that this was the work that I was meant to do. And our dear friend, Karen Lubin, who I know you know. Oh, she's says, fantastic. She's fantastic. I, I love that woman. Anyway, she says to me, little imp that she is, she says to me, um, why don't you just pick a date to quit your job? And I was like, oh, my God. And now, you know, she's planted the seed. You can't unring the bell. And I'm like, you know what? She is so right because on, you know, with one day a week, I don't, wasn't enough for me to launch my business. And I thought I really need to just, you know, if, if I believe that this works, 
then I need to put my faith in it and I need to jump off the cliff and I need to just quit my job and devote myself to starting my business. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, well, you know what? I said, okay, I'm going to quit my job. And uh, I'm not a permission asker, so I wasn't going to ask my husband about it. I figured, you know, if this is a deal breaker for us, then this is a deal breaker for us. So I got home from this event and I was having dinner with my husband the first night home. And out of the blue, he just turns to me and he says, because he'd been, he had not been excited about me leaving an engineering career and benefits and kind of stability and safety mm-hmm. to this unknown. And so he, but he turns to me and he says, you know, he says, I know this is what you want to do. So why don't you just go do it? And I was stunned because this is an absolute 108 degree turnaround from what I've been hearing from him for the last nine months. Wow. Yeah. And I said, all right. I said, I'm going to quit my job. He said, okay, quit your job. And, uh, so I went to work the next day and I thought, okay, I, I, I want us both to feel good about me leaving and I'm not going to leave them, you know, I'm not going to leave them hanging. But if I could put at least a two week notice in, um, at a minimum, that would be great because it would be great to be, you know, June 1st, be ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So I, I, um, my boss was in the Seattle office and I was down here in Vancouver. And, um, so I didn't have a chance to see him that day. So I called him at the end of the day and I just said, Hey, Joe, I said, um, you need to know that I'm leaving and I'm not going to leave you hanging. I want us both to feel good about this. So I know we don't have time to talk about it now. So we'll talk about it tomorrow. And he said, Oh, well, you know, I'm sorry you're leaving and we're going to miss you. And I'm like, yeah, well, we'll talk about it tomorrow. So first thing the next day, he calls me and he says, Hey, guess what? I have this great idea. And I was like, uh, like, like what? And he said, he said, well, what if you just work two days a week? And again, I was stunned. It was like, this is not something I could have even ever imagined, Mm -hmm. um, that that would work. And I said, that would work for you. And he's like, yeah. And I said, okay, we're talking two eight hour days, not four, four hour days. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I kind of weighed it and I went, well, that would give me three days a week to work on my, my business and I'd still have some income. So, you know, that's a pretty good deal. So I thought, okay, I'll do that. And so I did that for, let's see, that was May of 2010. I did that for about three years where I would work part time. And, um, you know, if I, if they didn't have work for me, I could collect unemployment. There was no financial pressure on me. I have a husband. He had a good job and I'd worked so hard for so long that I just wanted to play. So I didn't really um, actively pursue my business. I had this naive idea that, you know, because I was part of the Passion Test family and because I helped enroll people in, in Passion Test certification and could earn commissions doing that, and I would get clients periodically for a one-on-one or I'd do a workshop, you know, that I could just sit at home behind my computer and my business would just magically grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was pretty naive thinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we all have to learn our lessons. So... As the story goes, um, I was just having a good time, and uh, Janet came to Portland um, in September of 2013, and she was a keynote speaker at a one-day Inspired Entrepreneurs Conference, and so she and Deborah Poneman, who I'm sure you know, and uh, a woman named Kathleen Gage were the three keynotes, and um, so Janet asked me if I would be willing to come over and support her at this conference and, you know, bring flowers and a tablecloth and man the table and talk to people about certification. I said, absolutely, because I hadn't seen her since 2010. Mm-hmm. So I, I head over to Portland for that day, and um, we have a wonderful time together. And at the end of the day, she to thank me, she said, can I take you out for dinner with the um, keynote speakers and the conference organizer? And I was like, well, absolutely you can. 
Of so course. That's what, we, that's what we did. And um, so I got to know, I already knew Deborah, and it was really fun to see her again. And um, But I didn't know Kathleen, so I got to know her a little bit and found out that she was offering a three-day event in Portland in a couple, a couple weeks later. And she was giving us a huge discount, so it was like $97 and bring a friend for free. So a friend of mine and I decided to go. And um, I really didn't know much about Kathleen at the time. And after spending three days with her, I was utterly blown away by her. And I was just begging her to take me on as a client because she's a business coach. And I didn't even know I was looking for a business coach. Um, and so anyway, she agreed to take me on. And so I've spent the last 18 months uh, working with Kathleen. And she has been an incredible catalyst for me in terms of helping me get my business up and running. And um, she has, you know, pushed me out of my comfort zone and helped me build my confidence. And um, I'm, I'm on fire right now. It's just Fantastic. been phenomenal. Yeah. Love it. I love these yeah. stories and anybody who's immersed in the passion test or, you know, has really incorporated it into their DNA. You hear these types of testimonials all the time because you truly do get clear and it's as Janet says what you put your attention on grows stronger in your life and so when you rechannel and you refocus your energies for only that which is positive that's what shows up in your life absolutely I can't stress that enough and you know for people who feel stuck and are you know I used to struggle a little bit with um, okay what is it I offer so one of the reasons I went to Kathleen was I said okay Kathleen listen I am a jewelry designer I do the passion test I do the passion test for business I do the passion test for kids and teens I'm a certified trainer of NLP um, I'm a hypnotherapist who helps people with smoking cessation I said how do I package that mm-hmm. and she said to me <laughs> she said to me if you could only pick one thing what would it be. And I said it would be the passion test. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay. And, you know, I used to think that the passion test wasn't enough. You know, that to be a certified passion test facilitator wasn't enough. And I realized that, you know, I am more than that because I have done this 30 years of um, personal and spiritual development. And I have a lot of tools in my toolbox. Um, And I really feel blessed that my journey um, unfolded the way that it did because where I am today puts me in such an incredible position to be a catalyst for transformation for others. Um, And, you know, my business isn't quite up to uh, where I know it's going. Um, because it is just a process and it takes time. Um, however, what I really see that I have been incredibly successful at is reimagining possibility in my life and creating a juicy life I love. So that's really my niche these days is is helping people. And the passion test is a fundamental foundational piece because when you get clear on what's most important to you, and here's the most important thing that I've learned. You must be honest with yourself about what you want And you must give yourself permission to have it or you're not going to get the results that you want. And I think that's I think that's a big stumbling block for people because people have blinders on that they can't see beyond and they will make they will argue for their limitations and they don't even know they're doing it. Mm -hmm. So, again, you know, the passion test really helps you shift your perspective to what it is you love and enjoy and want to create more of in your life. And then it gives you the tools to help manifest it. And as those little miracles, you know, it starts off with little miracles and that, you know, kind of tickle you and delight you and surprise you because things unfold in the most um, surprising and delightful ways that you could have never imagined. So, so this, true. this piece about, you know, the intention, you know, your passions, the attention, where you're focusing your attention and taking, not just focusing your attention, but taking action. You must take action. And then the no tension piece, you know, it's like, 
I used to, I love this because when things didn't go the way I thought they should, I would end up frustrated or upset. Um, and what I've realized now is that when it doesn't turn out the way I expect, I don't, I now I'm curious because I know it's going to be better than I expected and it's going to surprise and delight me. I just can't imagine what it's going to be. And I've just had that happen over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And so it makes life funner. It makes life more of an adventure when yes, we can set our intentions. We can put our actions on it. We can put our attention on it. Um, but sometimes the way that things unfold are so much more wonderful than we ever could have imagined. So, so, so incredibly true. And I have to touch upon that before I lose, uh, what you just said there, because I, you know, and I don't believe in coincidences, but I was just touching upon this with a conversation I had with a girlfriend yesterday. Um, because as we all know, you know, things out of our control to some extent happen. And what we are then faced with is the choice of how do we deal with it. It's always about how do we deal with it? How do we approach it? And so uh, for something that had uh, surprisingly happened for me that, you know, it's still a bit of an ongoing issue, which I'm hoping to get resolution on, um, what I came back to and what I said and what I firmly believe in, which I attribute a lot of it to the clarity I received from the passion test, is if I look back on every aspect of my life and for the dark periods or the challenges or the difficult things or the things that I wanted that I didn't get or the things that I thought I deserved and I didn't receive, all of that combined, what I can now say looking back on all of it is it set me up for greatness. It set me up for the true blessings I was meant to have. And now that those things have happened to me, I can look back on the times in which I struggled or felt challenged or conflicted, and I can say, you know, that was truly a blessing because had that not happened, I don't know that I would have arrived and navigated to the point of where it all clicked and made sense. And so when those situations, as they will continue to do for all of us because we're all human and we only have so much control over so many things but the one thing we do always have control over is our reaction to it and so for me now when something shows up uh, that leaves me feeling somewhat conflicted or it's like oh my god I didn't see that coming how am I going to grapple with that now I look upon that and I go you know what I don't see it now I don't necessarily understand it now But I am going to, like every other aspect and every other time in my life, I'm going to look back on this particular juncture, this particular life lesson, and I'm going to say, wow, what a blessing that was because this is exactly where I'm meant to be. And all the other great things that come as a result of the the place of darkness or the disappointment or the shock or whatever you want to deem it to be, it leads you in the right direction. And so... You know, and I really got that from the passion test. I really, truly did. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And I love the way that you put that because it's so true. And it just makes life easier when you realize that, um, you know, the universe is infinitely more intelligent than we are. And um, it knows how to bring us what we want in in the best way possible. And at times we can judge it to be less than what we want. Um, so, again, I think that's a... One of the blessings of the passion test is, is helping us stay open and mm-hmm. learning how to deal with contraction and learning how to, um, return to an expanded state where we feel, you know, the lights are green and we're ready to go. And I, I you know, one of the things I want to point out too, and I always tell people this, um, is, you know, 
as you know, passions change with time, with age, with circumstance. And the beauty of the passion test is that it is a tool that you can use for the rest of your life to get clarity at any time you need it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as Chris and Janet say, you know, they recommend that when you take the passion test every six to six 12 months. months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the more you do it, the clearer, you know, clarity is a process. It doesn't happen all at once. It's a journey and it's going to continue through the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But I know so many people who feel trapped um in circumstances that they feel they you know they feel like they're victims and they don't realize that like you said it's about choice mm-hmm. it's all about conscious choice um you know i teach a, a a workshop on the three keys to uh reimagining possibility and creating a juicy life you love and key number 1 is clarity because if you don't know what you want how do you move forward mhm And as Janet says, when you're clear, what you want will show up in your life and only to the extent that you're clear. So this is why intention setting and getting your top five passion list um, established is so important. Mm -hmm. And when we tap into our passions, um, it's a very powerful process because, as you know, um, you know, passion is really the juice of life. And we know it when we feel it, and it's a really powerful feeling, and it feels really good, right? So Mm -hmm. why wouldn't we want to stay connected to that? And I think that, uh, for me, one of the reasons that that passion is so important and so powerful is because it does arise from the heart, and it connects us to spirit. It's that divine influence that inspires and um, animates us that's at the core of conscious life. Mm -hmm. So when we tap into our passions, we're accessing the most intimate part of ourselves, you know, who we are at our core and in connecting with our higher selves. It's, it's that place within us that yearns to be fully actualized, expressed and shared. We want to share that with people. We want to be seen and, um, and acknowledged. And so when we tap into our passions, we align with our true nature. And that's when we're at our best, when we're able to shine brightly and give our greatest gifts to the world. And isn't that what we all want? So I'm just feel so blessed that the passion test has gotten me so clear on that and has given me, given everyone such a powerful tool for transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. And, and, and oh, sorry, go ahead, Maureen. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say in terms of, uh, you know, revisiting the passion test every six to 12 months. Well, in the course of my having first picked it up, I've read it about 10 times. And, um, and so of course, because I have this training, uh, that I've been graciously accepted for that is going to take me back to be trained once again by Janet and, uh, and Chris and Marcy Shimoff from the Chicken Soup for the Soul series and Jeff Affleck. Well, of course, one of the homework assignments that I had to submit all of us was, um, you know, what are your top five passions? And so when you do it as often as every six months, you know, and you're charting. I mean, that's the barometer for measuring what you've already accomplished or for the space that you energetically continue to remain in. And so you just get even clearer about what the next phase of all the yummy stuff will bring you. And, uh, <laughs> and I just, I love it. You know, it's, it's the best homework ever. It's, it is. Uh, you know, it's funny because, well, not funny, but, you know, before I went for my training, um, one of the action um, steps was to be sure to read the book and go through the entire process. Because, as you know, the top five passions is a really instrumental first step 
But then what we, I call it the foundation or the skeleton. And then the next steps in the process is, is adding all that irresistible, juicy detail to this ideal vision of our life. And, um, you know, I, I, when it came to the vision board part, I thought, you know, the idea of throwing a bunch of images onto a piece of paper just seemed messy and I don't know, it didn't appeal to me. Um, but, but Janet came up with this idea of doing, um, vision pages so that you take each one of your passions and you create a vision page for it. And that really appealed to me and got me excited. Um, but then, you know, you go through your passion pages, you write your hundredth birthday speech and, at first, I was a little resistant to doing that writing, but you know, I said, I, 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 uh, because of my integrity and my, I want to make sure I've done what they've asked me to do before I go for the training. So I, I sat down and I started working on those passion pages and, and it was like, wow, this is really fun because when you get to start the, when you get to start to tell the story of how juicy and delicious this ideal life is and all the fun stuff you get to do and the people that you're with and all the amazing, the impact that you have, Mm-hmm. It just, it just lights your fire and it, it's, it's gives you that additional inspiration to stay committed to your path. Um, and so, you know, I just think it's, it's just such a beautiful process. I, I can't imagine, you know, um, Janet and Chris tell this story how, you know, we all know people who are following their passions and are doing amazing things in their lives. But, mm-hmm. you know, even Janet, um, you know, asked Jack Canfield to take the passion test. And even though he's highly successful yes. and doing amazing things, as a result of taking the test, he discovered that there was one thing in his life that was missing that he really wanted to create. And that was the Transformational Leadership Council. Mm-hmm. So even though, so as Chris and Janet say, you know, the passion test has something to offer everyone. Um, and so I always encourage people to take it. And again, normally I'm telling them a story about the transformations that have occurred in my life. And, you know, for me, you know, I want to work with the kind of people that I was because I want to show them that there is hope, that there is, you can have a juicy life you love, you know, just be honest about what you want, give yourself permission and forget about the how. That's right. what trips everyone up. Because they just can't seem to let go of it. And they think that they are in control and that they're going to be able to force the universe um, to do what they want. And we all know it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. So when you can, you know, like they say, you know, if you've got your intention, if you're clear on your intention, you're clear on your passions, you're putting attention on them, you're taking action and you're having the no tension, you're going to get what you want. And again, we say it comes in sometimes surprising and unexpected ways. So you, you have the luxury of forgetting about the how, and that is so hard for so many people. Mm -hmm. They grasp onto it so tightly and some of them just can't let it go. And Mm -hmm. that's a, that's a sad thing because I know that it's possible for them, but they don't believe it's possible for them. And it's all about belief, Lisa. And you know that too. I do. I do. And, and you know, for people who are, as you say, you describe it as who I used to be and very much for myself, too. When you see that transformation, uh, you know, how, how that manifests in your own life and all the wonderful things. Well, for people who have been following me, and, and I'm sure you can attest to this, too, with the transformation people in your life have noticed and your life just completely taking off in the way that it has, you know, People now, it's like, I want to know more about the passion test because all I've, all I've had to do is just simply look at your journey and, you know, I want, I want more of that in my life. I want to know what that is all about. And so, you know, fortunately for me, part of what I did with my training package, uh, which was an option at the time was, you know, thinking I was going to come back and be, um, 
conducting, you know, and facilitating uh, with the passion test with individuals either one-on-one. And I did do a little bit of co- uh, consultation. But what I came out of the whole passion test, which was equally invaluable for me, is although I became very clear that I did not want to be a licensed passion test facilitator in practice because of what it's resonated for me. I'm, I will always plug the book. I will always plug Janet. And so I purchased a whole bunch of books thinking this was going to be part of my tools, uh, for doing these consultations. And I did for a little bit. Um, but when I realized as a result of the passion test and the clarity I received that what I was meant to do was to follow through with what I've been doing since I was five years old, which is writing, um, then I wanted to, sh- I wanted people to, you know, endeavor and, and embark upon what, whatever it was that they felt they were passionate to do. And so now I give away free copies. I'm, I'm almost at the bottom of the barrel here, but I give away free copies of the passion test. I talk about it. I rave about it. I talk about how it's been so incredibly instrumental in my life. And, um, and to see that some people who have really been receptive to it and who have sponged it up and to see what they're now doing with their lives or just the shift in perspective or the shift in clarity, uh, you know, that alone has really unburdened a lot of people and has really set them on the path for what they now can say, this is what I'm meant to do. Or at least, at the very least, this is energetically the space I want to and I'm meant to thrive within. And there is no greater gift than that, you know, when you when you unburden yourself and you allow yourself the gift and you give yourself the permission to say, okay, it doesn't matter what age I'm at, it doesn't matter how long it took for me to stumble upon this and get this message, um, you know, but for, for knowing that we, we, we don't know how long we're going to be here on this planet. And when you truly look at the legacy you wish to leave behind and to honor yourself, to really say, I want to honor myself and I want to stand in my strengths. I want to empower myself. I want to empower other people. For me, this is the best tool in which to do it. And so I just, I love every little aspect of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, sometimes I work with people and, you know, I'll take them through a passion test one-on-one, which takes them through, as you know, their top five passions and gets them started on their markers. And then I may, I may not hear from them again. And so it's, I've been collecting a few testimonials from people who have wanted, you know, who have, who have felt like I had a big impact in their life and they wanted to share with me. And I've got a couple that I would like to share with you. Um, Is that be okay? All right. Absolutely. I met a woman, um, our initial consultation was in uh, November of 2013, and she was a very unhappy professional living in San Francisco. And uh, she was she had gone through the Passionate Life Secrets program, which is the online program, and I had been assigned as her mentor to help her with her 30-minute consultation. And so um, we had our, we had, actually, I think we had a couple of consultations. And then... Um, and then I didn't hear from her for a while. So about three months later, um, she sent me this email. And she writes very well, and I think this is just a really fascinating story. Hello, Maureen. I hope this finds you well. I just wanted to give you a brief update on what's been happening with me over the past couple of months. I don't remember exactly what I shared with you when we spoke, but I think I did tell you that I was unhappy with my job and my life in San Francisco, and I was trying to figure out exactly what I might do instead. The best next step I could come up with was to sell everything and go stay with my brother in Dubai while I figured out what was next. I decided that I would travel around the Middle East and interview women about arranged marriage to write a book and also start an NGO to bring rehab therapists from the U.S. to the developing world. So at the end of December, I quit my job and left San Francisco and landed in Dubai. 
I visited my brother for a few weeks, and then I headed off to Cairo to A, find women to interview about arranged marriages to write my next book, and B, to talk with medical personnel about the viability of my project to bring therapists to the developing world. After three weeks in Cairo, which have really been quite productive and fruitful, I must say, I am miserable. I've been saying to friends that I feel as if I'm lying to myself, that there's another life I'm meant to be living and I just won't admit it because I fear it entails wearing cocktail dresses and drinking martinis rather than saving the world. A couple of days ago, I checked into a nice hotel and swam in the pool and slept on clean sheets and drank a glass of Campari and I was in heaven. And when I admitted to a friend of mine how guilty I felt about doing that when children in Cairo are begging in the streets, he reminded me that my task is not to judge what I want, but simply to notice what makes me feel alive, whole, like myself. So I pulled out my passion list and I got in touch with the feeling of what I really wanted when my life is ideal. I am feeling comfortable and confident in my body. I'm in a beautiful, clean, quiet, calm, light-filled space in a seaside town that feels expansive, gentle, and warm. Nowhere on my list, uh, my passion list, is there anything about living in a noisy, dirty, crowded city where I struggle with speaking a language and am surrounded by poverty and feeling encroached upon by Muslim men who espouse extremely conservative ideas about how women should dress and act in public spaces? Nowhere on my list am I desiring to be spending money on taxis stuck in traffic in congested streets filled with pollution. Nowhere did I say I wish to be staying with a friend in a cluttered, freezing cold apartment with no windows or light and constant noise from the street and an elevator that dings loudly and plays a verse from the Quran each time it arrives on my floor. I did not say I want to be in health clinics talking about disease and disability surrounded by sick people. I want to be surrounded by life and aliveness. So I immediately got online and started looking into places to stay in Bali. I called a friend and asked her if she could meet me there. I sent out an email telling a friend about my plan, and he immediately offered me his parents' vacation rental in the south of France. Just in doing that much, I feel alive again. I feel like myself again. I just wanted to let you know. I'll let you know where I go from here, hopefully not into an old pattern like I have been, convinced that unless I'm suffering and miserable, I'm not doing good work in the world. All my best to you. So even though, wow, um, yeah, a pretty powerful story. I mean, Very. I think she, I think for her, she hadn't been honest with herself about what she really wanted. She, she wanted to save the world because it was a noble thing. And, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, I mean, the good news is she went through the passion test and it helped her get the clarity to see that this really wasn't what she wanted. And it gave her the opportunity to make a course correction, mm-hmm. um, so anyways, I have been in touch with her. I think she's now in Arizona, and um, it's been a little while since I've talked to her, but she's continuing her journey, and uh, new things are coming up for her, and um, I just love the fact that I make these deep connections with people, and then they want to share this incredible intimacy with me. Um, you know, sometimes I'll read people back, not sometimes, I mean, I when I work with people, I love reading back their top five passions to them, and when they start to cry... I know that we've really gotten to their core and that it has been very powerful for them. And um, matter of fact, just a couple of weeks ago, I was at an event and I ran into a fellow who had been at a passion test workshop of mine, I think a couple years ago. And I remembered him because he'd been my volunteer for the demo. And I had worked with him because we had an odd number of people and um, he needed a partner. So once I had gotten his top five passions and I read them back to him, he started crying. And one of the things that was on his past top five passion list was to um, have the, have greater 
time available to himself to go on these really long, um, like multi-month hiking trips, like doing the Pacific Crest Trail, for example. Mm-hmm. And he really was in love with his wife and he wanted to have more intimacy with her as well. And so I see him at this event and I'm like, Pierre. And he's like, Hey, and I'm like, well, my gosh, it's so great to see you. And he said, yeah. And I said, you're an anesthesiologist, right? He said, yeah, great. You remembered, you know? And I said, yeah. I said, so tell me what's going on. And he said, well, you know, he goes, in June, my wife and I are taking six months off and we are hiking the Appalachian Trail. And I was just like, wow. And he said, and we had a time to chat. And he said, you know, after I took the passion test, I went home, you know, I followed the principles and I, and I showed my wife and she was really unhappy at her job. Um, she worked for Hewlett Packard and she was really unhappy in her job. So the passion test gave her the clarity to change careers and to start writing, which was one of her passions. Mm -hmm. And because she's writing now, and she has the flexibility to accompany uh, her husband on this trip. And we didn't have a lot of time to talk, but I did. Um, I'm going to ask him while he's on the Appalachian Trail to do some video testimonials so that I can show people here's a real person living their passions, living their dream. Everyone can do this. Um, Absolutely. So it's, just, it's so fun. And even just last week, I got I did a passion test workshop uh, back on the 20th of April. And I have a friend who just sent me an email message the other day saying, wow, you know, um, what did she say here? She said, it's working. It's weird and exciting. Things starting to shift in subtle and not so subtle ways. Thank you for holding your workshops at just the right time in my life. Um, so anyways, I just love getting that kind of feedback from people. Um, it's just, it's why I do what I do. And you know, Maureen, truly for anybody who really embarks upon this, there is no bad feedback. You know, I, I've never heard one person who's immersed themselves in this say, oh, well, this was a waste of time or this, I, you know, this didn't resonate with me on any level. It's, it's completely the opposite. And, uh, it's the transformation that goes along with it. It's unavoidable. Like it's just, you're instantly tapped in and you find this, this book that completely speaks to everything. So for all the, the periods of darkness, for all the boredom, uh, for all the, the aspects of your life where you truly have felt unfulfilled or you're not being authentic to yourself or you've been wasting invaluable time really doing what you're meant to do, this taps immediately <laughs> into that. It's like the mirror. You, you can't avoid the mirrored message of what it's saying to you about how to do it differently. You know, if you're hungry, here's, here's, here's the smorgasbord, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know what's interesting too is oftentimes I work with people who are kind of at their wits end because their tank is empty and, and nothing sounds good to them, you know? So it's hard for them to get passionate about anything. And so what I always tell them is, okay, what are three simple things that you can do to start filling your tank? Um, and as you know, with the passion test, if you can't, if you, if passion isn't coming to you, you can look at the things that you passionately dislike in your life and you can turn them around. And I have a story from a friend, a, a fellow Canadian, actually, I think he's in BC. And um, so I worked with him. We had a couple of consultations. He was also someone who came to me through the online Passionate Life Secrets program. And um, this is what he did when he was trying to put his passion list together. He said, what I never want in my life. And so the first thing was being away from my wife and children for work for prolonged periods of time. And I believe he was doing long haul trucking at the time. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to be around negative, cynical, critical, over-opinionated, and resentful people that try to make themselves look and feel better with verbal baloney. 
He did not want um, to be in a prolonged, constant environment of congestion of too many people. He did not, uh, not being able to have a shower every morning, poor quality clothing and poor self-presentation, not getting out for fresh air, being inside too long and not enough physical movement or exercise, not having enough cash flow or money and lack of clarity, confusion and indecision. So after I worked with him, this is what his top five passions turned out to be. Owning a beautiful, profitable farm, owning a good cash flow type business, building his dream timber frame home. Loving his family, watching his kids grow, family activities, outings with his wife, reading to his children at night and tucking them in. And then recreation with family and friends, you know, going to the lake, having campfires and barbecues, things like that. So, um, so Beautiful. let's see, I, I worked with him in January of 2013 and about a year later, he sent me this email. I just love it because it just pops up out of the blue. Like I worked with him two times. Um, figured I'd never hear from him again. And so about a year later, he said, he wrote me and he said, hi, Maureen, I was going through my email contacts and I came across you about a year ago. I had some consulting calls with you after taking the passion test. I thought I'd let you know how things have changed. I've actually had things change for the better more than I could have imagined a year ago. I, I make a great income. My hours are excellent. I'm home with my family every day. It's exciting and challenging, and it's an agricultural business, which is what I love. Mm-hmm. My wife, and so he said that was last February or March. So this was um, like within two months of our consultations. He had wow. these things happening um, because of his clarity. All right. My wife and I also started a pumpkin farm last summer. We had a very good crop, established a good customer base, and made a profit. I've attached a few pumpkin pictures from last year. I thank you for your help and the reading material you recommended. It really helped me get pointed in a great direction. I hope all is well with you. Thank you. And I mean, my gosh, these are just the kind of stories. And I know that there are other people out there that don't think to, you know, connect with me and let me know how they're doing. Because sometimes, you know, we just touch someone once and they go on their way. Um, so I always appreciate hearing from others. And, um, and those kinds of stories are just so heartwarming. Love it. And, you know, this would be a good segue for all of us to know how people can contact you, Maureen. All right. Well, my website's under construction, so that's not the best choice. But uh, you can reach me on my cell phone, and that is 360-773-6057. You can also um, email me at Maureen at Fireworks Transformations, and that's one word, dot today, not dot com, but dot today. Um, I also have a couple of um, Facebook pages. Um, one of them is Fireworks Transformation, which is for my coaching and the passion test. And the other one is Fireworks Jewelry for my jewelry. Um, so I would welcome um, any inquiries or if people would like to take the passion test or I actually do have a workshop that's coming up uh, in June. It's going to be Saturday, June 27th from 10.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the Vancouver, Vancouver, Washington Yoga Center, Mm -hmm. which is at 1101 Broadway Street. And um, the cost is um, $197, and you can bring a friend at no extra charge. Um, And so you can RSVP to me either by phone or at my email address. And I realize that not many of your listeners probably are from Vancouver, but I love that uh, some of them may be um, Mm -hmm. and some who may be listening later. So... That's what I have available at the moment. Again, I'm available for a passion test one-on-one. Just contact me. 
And um, for the people that have um, taken the time to listen to our talk today, I do want to offer them a free gift. And that is um, my, I have an, a series of three articles that deal with the um, three keys to reimagining possibility and creating a juicy life you love. So if anyone is interested in those, um, please let me know and I'll be happy to email those to you. Lovely. Love it. And and just quickly, is that Yoga Center where the story all started for you? Yes, it is. Yes, Woo! it is. Love yeah. It. Yeah, full circle. Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. And uh, so could you just give your phone number again there, Maureen? Sure. Sure. So I am in Vancouver, Washington, um, which is just across the Columbia River from Portland, Oregon. I'm in the Pacific time zone. And my number here is 360-773-6057. Wonderful. And we're just about to wrap up here. So I just wanted to ask you, are there any parting words that you would really like to emphasize or impress upon in leaving people listening to you on the show? Well, I will say that, um, you know, reimagining possibility in your life is easy if you're honest with yourself about what you want and you give yourself permission to have it. That's probably my my biggest message. Um, and so know that the passion test can take you to the life of your dreams as long as you believe in yourself and you're willing to do the work. Fantastic. Wonderful. And uh, And when's the last time that you did the passion test yourself, that you retook it? I take retake the passion test um, every January um, because I do believe that, you know, um, I need to walk my talk and mm-hmm. um, it has helped me a lot. And I will say, too, that, um, you know, how you organize the passion test is less important in terms of, you know, passions versus markers than, right. it, than it is about just knowing what it is, being clear on what it is that you want to create in your life. Um, so, again, I've I've used many, many tools. I think I referenced that, you know, when when this book was given to me, I said, if this is like what colors your parachute it's not going to work it doesn't have to be difficult it can be very simple and the Mm -hmm. passion test is the simplest most powerful tool for transformation i have ever encountered in my 54 years completely agree with that 100 percent. absolutely and uh and so is there anything else that you have uh figured out as a result of doing the passion test this past january of where else you were where you wish to see yourself in like a year from now? Anything else you're endeavoring to do outside of what you shared with us on the show? Well, you know, I am working, I'm continuing to work with my business coach and she is really helping me step into my greatness. And I have gained so much confidence and so much congruency because I am clear now on, you know, my gift is helping people reimagine possibility and create a juicy life they love because I've done it for myself and Mm -hmm. they can do it too. And she keeps pushing me to greatness. So I've been on podcasts. This is my first radio interview. I, I have scheduled another one for June. I'm doing workshops. I'm speaking. I'm getting out and doing things that I wouldn't have had the courage to do without the passion test and without the help from my business coach. So anybody out there who's looking to make a change, take advantage of coaching resources. They can make a huge difference in your life. Well, let me ask you this before we head out. Um, Would it interest you to maybe have your own radio show? You know, it's not something I'd ever contemplated, but, um, you know, I've been thinking about doing webinars and taking some of my speaking engagements and, and creating them uh, online so that they can be brought to a broader audience. So um, I'm open to it. Let me say that. Okay, because I think you'd make a phenomenal host. You know, I probably would. I think you're right. <laughs> no, I think, you know, I, and I, I really That's a believe- great seed that you just planted, Lisa. I love it. 
Well, and the garden can grow. That's up to you, right? That's what the passion test is all about. So why don't we take that discussion? It can't be right after the show because I have something else I need to do. But I believe, you know, as I've said with people who have, um, you know, through the tapestry of my life shown up and interwoven uh, with my journey, whether it be that we have the the passion test in common or not, it doesn't matter. It's the like-minded. It's the my spirit's on fire. It's I love life and, you know, um, and wanting to embrace it wholeheartedly. So I knew that even after we did this radio show today, I mean, you're going to be one of those constant people who's forever in my life. And, uh, you know, you introduced me to the passion test. I'd like to introduce you to radio if that perhaps interests you. So that's, you know, maybe think about that. I will. I will. I'm really open to um, getting my message out. And, you know, one of my top passions is uplifting and serving humanity. And so bring it on. Okay, because this is the perfect platform for you. Uh, this, this, the whole station is premised on personal empowerment. And, uh, you know, for all the wonderful things that you, you know, have taught me and that you've learned yourself and that, as you say, you know, you're, you're walking the talk, talking the walk. There's so many people that I think would be, uh, further enriched and blessed to have you as a presence. Um, so something to think about. Well, thank you so much for the invitation, Lisa. I, like I said, it's not something I'd ever thought about, but now that you've planted the seed, I I can see that there's great potential there. Well, I hadn't thought about it until I had been sought out, and uh, it's like, yeah, this is exactly what's meant to be in my life, so let's let's do this. <laughs> cool. Very cool. Well, thank you again, Lisa McDonald. I love you. Uh, you are an amazing person. I am blessed to have you in my life, and Aww. I so appreciate this opportunity to chat with you this morning. Well, I love you too, and we'll be eternally grateful to you for for all of this. I mean, it's just it's unimaginable what's happening in my life right now, and I love being connected to people such as yourself. And you truly stick out for me. You really, really do. So, anyway, I just want to thank our listeners uh, for joining us. For those who are here for the first time, great show for you to be joining. Uh, for those who are returning, lovely having you every Friday and being a part of this. And for anybody who is interested with any potential possible show topic ideas or you'd like to appear as a guest on my show, please feel free to contact me at lisamcdonaldauthor.com and McDonald is spelled M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. Wishing everybody a phenomenal day, living your passions, have a great weekend, be safe, love to everybody. Thank you Maureen Knudsen, wonderful having this opportunity with you and uh, and thank you to my producer Barb Perry and to Cameron Steele, radio station owner. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. For more information, please go to Lisa's website at lisamcdonaldauthor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.